Welcome back, everybody, to the Smoking Cast Podcast. I am Jake. And I'm Greg. And today we're going to blow your minds a little bit because we're going to do the Battle of the 15s and there's going to be some guerrilla warfare, so to speak. We got to start it over. Why is that? Yeah, we don't have to start it over. Fuck that. We'll just fix it. Yeah, what are you saying? That was great. Good old podcasting. Yeah, so... uh, we got a little bit of a, you know, we've been reminiscing about the olden days here and delayed ourselves on a start, but uh, thanks for joining us again. We've got uh, an interesting kind of development in the whiskey house between the Greg and the Jake, the Jake and the Greg, the smoking cask here. We uh, we finally got some Glenn Livet up in the hizzy, and that is the first time since we've talked that it's been in my house. Yeah. I think. We've yeah. been talking whiskey for many, many months, and we finally got Glenn Livet because we found a place that has it. If you all listened to last week's episode, you'll know that we gave it a shot. We went super cheap to super pricey, Glenn Fittick being the expensive, Glenn Livet being the cheap on the Caribbean cask, and they both call them reserve. But um, those were interesting whiskeys because the difference was almost so small to, that you couldn't judge it, and the cost is not... Uh, yeah, today seriously. we're looking at very similarly priced whiskeys, the Glenlivet 15 single malt scotch and the Glenfiddich 15 single malt scotch, our small batch, right? That's yep, what that one's that's called. That's it. That's and that, it. The that's, uh, Solera Vat. Solera Vat, that's one of our favorites. No, it's had, the, yeah, you know what? It's the Our Solera 15. Our yep. Solera the 15. The small batch was the 18. 18 is our yep. small batch. Listen to that, guys. I'm already here screwing it up. Um, the reason we're doing this a is a minute and 45 seconds in just we, we historically are head to head. This is like super punch out on the SNES. We are super head to head, Glenn Fittick, Glenn Livet, but I'm slowly converting Jake. And by slowly, I mean very quickly in one evening to a Glenn Livet guy. I don't think that'll ever well, happen, but I mean, listen, I, I'll say, you know, for, for price to price comparison against the, the 21 year versus your Caribbean rum cask yeah. or your Caribbean uh that was good it really was good and it was worth um every penny as to where i can't say the same thing for the 21 year yeah that's, i mean they that's were the so part they were so close yeah and that's it like if the if uh, the if the glenfiddich would if they do the reserve rum cask with a 15 year whiskey and age it a little bit in some rum cask now yeah. they're saying the glen Livet, they say that they don't age it entirely it's aged it, the ending is is it's a finish essentially mm-hmm. in rum cask yeah so there's that there's there's a small difference in the process but i mean it's not a 21 year but to be honest with you between the two i couldn't tell the difference no not for i wasn't money. paying it no. not, not even no. not even without the money involved yeah. if you looked at them both um side by side from a taste and smell perspective they're both good and unique in their own way but there's no way afterwards you look at the price tag and say, oh, yeah, I can see why this one was basically six times the cost. Yep. There's just nope. no way. There's no excuse for that, So unfortunately. Now, I will say it came in one hell of a box. Yes. The box looked great. They did a lot of packaging. <laughs> the, in, the, the information looked and great, but it's as, not worth it. As Jake reminded me, the only reason that the Glenlivet was cheap is because it had a rubber cork and a plastic fucking cap. <laughs> but yes. what I will say is we've decided to even the playing field today, and we're going to we're gonna clink bottles right now. This is Glen Livet unopened Glenlivet 15 with a half Glenfiddich 15. And Cheers, so my friend. we are going <laughs> to pop this Glenlivet open. Now, I had actually asked Greg because he wanted to open this thing up, but I was like, no, no, no. It's got a perforated label. It's a brand new bottle. We need to unwrap it with the microphones. I don't know why I love satisfying sounds like that. <laughs> he does I'm like, such a fucking But I can tell you that, that behind the scenes, I can <clears throat> see through this. I can see the ribs on the cap, and it's going to be plastic? plastic. Yeah. So we well, already, I mean, it's already, review it. Fuck it. It's bad. It's a four. I mean, look, the, the, the 15 Glenfiddich is also... 
um, plastic caps. It, so is. it is what it is. And I'll tell you, we're going to do a numerical review on these, not this episode, but we're going to do a Glenn live it by itself and give it a numerical review because yeah. we gave that shake to the Glenn, Glenn Fittick's, right? Yeah. So the Glenn Fittick, we did the 12, the 14 bourbon, expert barrel. We did the 15, we did the 18, we did the 21, and we've got some more secrets. Oh, we need to, yeah, absolutely we yeah. do. But we need, we need to, we need to, in the same respect that we gave the Glenfiddich, we need to do the Glenlivet That's lineup. right. We, yep. we can sit here and compare apples to apples all day. And the only reason we're doing that is because I think we found such a prolific answer to the Caribbean versions of their rums, mm-hmm. of the rum cask, rather. Yeah. And the fact that they are so similar for such a different price that I thought it was a kind of a a necessity to come back to hit one of our favorites, the Glenfiddich 15 and pin that right up against the, the, uh, Glenfivit, uh, Glen, Glenfivit, Glenlivet 15. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh, I can't speak. Yeah. So here's the thing. We have a surprise contender in here today. And that is, Ooh. that is the one that Jake has effed me up with so many times. <laughs> Why am I censoring? I already, I already dropped the F bomb. Tom Why Fullery? am I fucking effing around so much? No. <laughs> He's already got me with this a couple times. He'll 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 sneak me a drink and say it's Glenfiddich 15, and then he'll pop out this monkey shoulder from behind his back. Like, oh, monkey shoulder again. And it's the same damn whiskey in a different bottle, I swear. So we're going to go ahead and give these two a try head-to-head, and then we're going to throw the monkey shoulder in the mix with a, a quick rinse of the glass and see yeah. just, just what this whole thing is about. And at the end of the day, we may just throw these out and start buying monkey shoulder. I mean... It wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. hurt. It, it is that good. I am gonna pop this bottle, but I'm gonna start with the tear. For Please Jake. do. I'm gonna try and do this gingerly. There we go. I love it. And it puts a smile on my face every time. <laughs> and here we go. Oh, it is a plastic cap. It you, is. You bastards. All right, we got a bottle pop. This is a. I'm not even gonna Brand twist new. it. I'm gonna try and bring this straight up. This is a Glenlivet 15. Oh, Ooh, that was nice. Yeah, baby. That was perfect. And she smells good. It's been many a year. Now, this, I can tell you just by smelling it again for the first time in a long time out of yeah. the bottle, it is going to be so unique to the others. I, they're not going to taste the same at all. There's, okay. a, there's a sweetness to this. Okay. There, There's a more mature wood sweetness to this yeah. that you don't get out of the Glenfiddich. All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you you want me to pour a glass of the, the Glenfiddich 15? You do Glenlivet and we'll just swap? i tell you what we're going to do is we're going to do one and then the other. Then I think. the other? Okay. And I think... You need first tastes. I'm going to shut my mouth for a fucking change, and you're going to take a taste of this okay. and let me know what you think. All right. One more little bottle open, and go ahead and hand your glass over. I'll pour one for you. There you go. I'll let you do that. All right. Sorry for all the noise, everybody. It's Glenlivet 15, yeah, and I got a desk apparently made out of um, springboards, so that's all you hear. There you go. There you go, my friend. Okay. Let's now, see this. warning has been given. I've been trying to convert this son of a bitch for a long time, but I've never had any Glenlivet. We can't find it all the time. Oh, it smells good. Yeah, she is. Oh, it's, it, that is very different. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Caribbean, the Caribbean Reserve and the uh, Caribbean Rum Cask Reserve, they were almost the same. They smelled very similar. They tasted similar. In case you all were wondering, a lot of heavy spice on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you all were wondering, we. Uh, Reminiscing about old times, talking about, you know, getting to know each other and doing the whiskey thing. But, uh, you know, this wouldn't be possible if not for the person uh, years ago that gave me a Glenlivet in a bar in college. Uh, one of the guys I, I tutored math with. And uh, and then furthermore, for our friends, uh, the Marks, the Mikes, the guys that we talk about every episode that really keep us 
enjoying our social drinking, our friendships, um, that when we get together, we uh, enjoy one of these. This is really a hobby. And if you want to try this now, you're looking at, uh, if you want to do the tasting we're doing tonight, you're looking at about 140 bucks if you went to the store. Um, so 70 bucks a That's piece. True. Yep. And, and give or take taxes. Yeah. I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. But, but you can do this and I would urge you to, to take your time and try one and drink it through and then try another. Cause you can really set your palate by drinking more of a bottle over the course of time than just trying one sip and then going to the next thing. So um, that's why we're going to do an individual pour here of Glenn live at 15. I'm going to pour mine while Jake gives his a try. Um, whenever he's ready. Looks like he's taking it up now. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you hear that? Guzzle. Yep. <laughs> Everybody knows that's way more than an ounce. <laughs> no, this cup's only a quarter ounce. Well, my friend, did you try it already? I did. So on it's weird because on the nose I get like a I get like a weird it's like a mix between spices. But not like, it, oh, dude! I don't even know how to. First thing that this. dominates your your nose, your 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 um, sniffer on this one is not the apple. It's there, but it is, and I think that's going to be inherent of all these lower to middle range scotches. <laughs> you know what's weird? I'm trying to figure out a way to say that it's like spicy and creamy at the same time. And this is the first thing that comes to mind is like a French toast. I'm smelling buttery, hmm. and I'm also smelling cinnamon. Like I'm getting like a French toast. Yeah, thing on this. I don't know if I get cinnamon too much. I do a little bit. But I don't want to see that. That's why I was like, I don't. I don't know. But like, it's maybe not a cinnamon, but I'm getting like a spice and a creaminess, like a French toast with like a butter and cinnamon. It's weird. I don't know how to say it. I sound like such a douche talking about this. Yeah, or any time, but it's all right. Or any time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> say what you were. Go ahead. <laughs> I know what you were gonna say. He was gonna give me the old fu. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Censored myself. Ain't no children listening, bitch. Censored myself. <laughs> no, it's all good. I had to give him a hard time. But thanks for joining us again for this. And it's it's a new whiskey for us, actually. I mean, mm. I can say this is new for me. I it's ag- new for me. I haven't had Gledfit at 15 in a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, uh, her her friend, uh, Lane's friend, uh, bought me a bottle for like Christmas or something oh, when we wow. lived in our apartment. So it's been at least two years, maybe three. Um, yep. I'm... I haven't even taken a sip yet. My mouth is literally watering. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm on my third sip. You're fucking up. Drink it. <laughs> uh, it is totally, oh my totally God. different. And that's amazing. I was almost expecting after coming back that they would be similar. They're equally soft in their bite. They're equally flavorful, but they're sweet. unique. Yes, but they're unique. And this is sweet at the end. I, I don't remember that. I didn't have much experience. I didn't have experience with any ILS, nothing like that when I used to drink this. So this is a little bit um, of a one-off for my palate now. Yeah. Yeah. Most of what we drink, if we're drinking on our own, is either the Glenfiddichs that you've had. I've had a bunch of those. Or we have ILAs. We've got Cal Isla. We've got, you know, the Lagavulins and Lafroigs and You know, that's... I showed you that picture from when Tyler and I were hanging out. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. had... We had... Uh, Oh, dude, that's that's a that's a whole nother, well, literally island that we have to uh, ex- explore <laughs> because we had. Can we pop? Can we pop by the liquor store and then the liver store yeah, though seriously. before we do that? Because seriously, yeah, there's a lot. Man, out we there. had, we had Lagavulin eight eleven 
the Guinness edition, not the original. Yeah. Um, I don't think the uh, 11 original is easy to find. No, it's not anymore. Looks the, like uh, it's not. Why, why am I forgetting his name? I love Nick Offerman. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the Nick Offerman Guinness version. He's done lots of stuff, um, but you know him as Nick Offerman, the comedian, which is awesome because he gets hit in the face with giant cuts of meat <laughs> Yeah, between his series <laughs> and Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And then he also does another, um, he does a craft show too. Um, I'm sure he does. He's I forget a, what it was. He's, he's a legitimate artisan. With uh, Amy guy. Amy Poehler. I forget what it's called. It's like like Make It or something like that. Either mm. way, good show. Me and the wife watch it every now and then. If, if you're into building stuff, it's it's pretty cool to see the creativeness that comes out of that show. But yeah, that, so we had the, um, the Lagavulin 8, the 11 Guinness edition. We had the 16. Then we had the Ardbeg. Uh-huh. Five, ten. We had the Wee Beastie. We had the Oogadale. Mm, we had... Now I want to try that again too. By oh, the way, brother, I'm I'm telling you, man. We had, um, yeah, we had a lineup that night. We had about twelve bottles. We actually, f- well, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Never mind. But we 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 had <laughs> about twelve bottles that. Too much night. insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had about twelve bottles that night, and uh, it was awesome. And you know what? I don't want to judge, or I mean, not judge. I don't want to jump too much ahead for when we do that. But what I will say is, I have a whole new respect for Ardbeg because they came in at the cheaper bottles mm-hmm. with the same tastes. Oh, really? Uh, it, yep. That's I mean, interesting. I'm not trying to influence too much. No, of we got a lot of future. work to do, man. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. I, I should be air quoting. This is the one time I should be, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying work. We're going to drink whiskey. You all just better understand. <laughs> when I say work, I mean getting effed up. No, we don't We don't really do that so much, but tasting. We got a lot of tasting to do. Yep, yep. Yeah. No, I, I would love, um, and you know what? I'm happy I took a photo of it because we will recreate that. Uh, but I, uh, that night was just eye-opening for me um, when it came to the Isla world, the Isla realm. You'll enjoy it. Shout out to um, A. Smith Bowman Bourbon Distillers down in Fredericksburg. Before we do that episode, we got to stop down and each buy a box of their Glen Cairns with their emblem in them. Oh, yeah. Because I want to have enough glasses to individually taste each one of those and not know what I'm trying. We got to blind those. Absolutely. Got to blind them, especially You'll the, be U- very the Ugadal versus Akal Isla after having both of those. Yeah. I feel like, and I know the Ugadal's probably got a huge amount of alcohol punch to it, but I think the two would be a great comparative um, Isla kind of peated smoky whiskey. What did we do? We did. You don't have a Cal Isla though. I do. Or did you no, buy one? No, no, no. What we did it with was the Lafroig. It was. Oh, um, yeah. The 10 and the. Uh, what's that one you have? Uh, man, the one Lafroig is really. Damn. I, I truly can't remember. I, I'd have to go through my phone. And actually, I know exactly what month it was. So I can pull this up pretty quick. But yeah, I'd have to go through my phone really fast and find the photo. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was Lafroig. So we had the Lafroig quarter cask, mm. and then we had the Lafroig. That was the one. We had the Lafroig something else. So the the mm, damn can't remember. I got I just got to pull it up really really quick. But um, yeah, either way, I was super happy when Tyler and I did that because we found some 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 comparisons that if if and and I also got to thank Tyler for that because you know the, out of those twelve bottles that we had, not all of them were mine. I mean, we we went. We both evenly came together. He might have he to be brought, our first special guest on the show. Oh, I, dude, I'd love it. Yeah, we we both uh, we both went through it. We both he brought some to the table. I brought some to the table, and we were both just shocked at the outcome of it. Uh, we both settled though on, on Ardbeg being the better, um, you know, price for what you were getting out of it. But now that was that was an awesome day. 
I don't, I don't know. It was that that shit was good. But I I think we need to start doing that, and we need to probably pick other regions that have scotches that are common and do those as well. I mean, the space side. I remember now. Now that I'm that? seeing the picture, not that I remember, but I've I found it. You're recollecting slowly. So <laughs> we had, and here here was our lineup, everybody. We had the Lagavulin eight. 11 and 16 then we had the Ardbeg 10 the five-year wee beastie we had the anno and then we had the ugadel along with the lafroig quarter cask and the lafroig lore now oh the lore yes the lafroig lore was the direct comparison to the ugadel which is my favorite because it's just ridiculously smoky and then the quarter cask was the comparison to the anno now the beautiful thing about Ardbeg was that both the Ugadale and the NO were cheaper by I believe the lore was about a buck thirty and the Ugadale was a hundred and then the how, how was I gotta ask you not to break your train of thought. Yeah. How was the flavor Ugadale versus Lore? Ugadale versus Lore they were identical. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like the the comparison between the two, the Orgadel, the Ugadale and the Lore were were identical, and the quarter cask and the and <laughs> the Orgadel and the Lou probably not a similar flavor. Did that's I say a, that? No, you no, were about to. I was about <laughs> to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I <laughs> that might be myself. interesting. Yeah. So those two were identical, and then the Lafroy quarter cask and the No were almost identical. Okay. But again, a price difference that was substantial enough sure, where sure. it was where it was awesome. Now, I'm not a big. I mean, look, the Wee Beastie. We're not even talking about these right now. That's all right. But the well, Wee Beastie right. was good. The Wee the Wee Beastie was good, but it's not my top favorite. The Ardbeg Ten is what got me started in Islas in general. Um. And then it's weird because when it comes to the Lagavulins, Lagavulin 16 will always be well, it will it'll always have a special place in my my heart. But uh, when it comes to the Lagavulins, I think eight is still my favorite, which is boy, I'm funny. I'm torn to say anything yeah. but the 16. Yeah, 16 is delicious. But you know me, I, I don't like good. as much. I don't like as much alcohol bite as you. Yeah. And otherwise, the smoke profiles are similar. The 16 and the Talisker that we had. Yeah. Those two whiskeys have the right flavor and less of the alcohol burn. Oddly enough, not low on the ABV. They're not high, but they're not like a 36 or something. They're up there above the 40 still, around well, the 40. They're uh, 43, 46, and 48. That's unbelievable yep. because the 16 tastes like you're drinking smoky water it's amazing yeah i think but. the 16 is 46 if i'm if i'm not mistaken I you can know actually... what doesn't have a vast price difference though the lagavulins do along with that ugadel but what doesn't is a glenfiddich and a glenlivet 15 my friend which is what we were talking about here folks that's what we're <laughs> here to talk about the we are still drinking on this glenlivet 15 you guys are just sitting listening to us, listening to us be douches tonight about everything uh, else just about everything yeah hey about. you know what? let's talk about uh, the school systems in clark county i fuck it who cares no no we actually came here to talk about these 15s because it's the first time we've had our two favorite brands on the same table face to face and I, i'm i'm like I'm chomping at the bit here to try and to try and ease this monkey shoulder into this discussion, but we yeah. really got to do both of the 15s first. So we, we did a, we did a heavy pour of the 15. Can Glenn I live it? Can I see that Clint Livet bottle real quick? Yes, and I'm already going to tell you we need to do a numerical rating on this one soon. But this is going to come out just well, we'll around. We'll have to give it its six. own episode, right? Yep, it's yep. going to come around to six for me. I like the rounder bottle style more than I like the triangular bottle. That's well, just that's where it, that's where we differ. Yeah, I'm more of a triangle guy. Eh, you know that's all right. 
It's because you're a lesbian. You know what? They're more. <laughs> they're uh, so they're all the lesbians out there listening. I'm sorry. I'm going to offend you, but I don't really he's care. not sorry. No, I'm not sorry at all. Uh, so they're forty percent, both of them. Yes, they are. Yep. Now this one, your Glenlivet is a French oak reserve, as oh. to where, <laughs> as to where the fifteen is, I believe, in a. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, the French oak probably just came from America as they were fleeing from the Red Coast a little bitches. So it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it's thing. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same. So thing. it just aged at sea a little longer before they turned it into barrels. That's all. So the let's see on the front of the Glenfiddich bottle, it is 15 years in bourbon, new oak, and sherry casks. Okay. Um, yep. So, so how how far off do you think sherry casks? And, and French, French oak are? are? I bet yeah. they're... Well, I mean, okay, so one of them clearly housed Sherry, right? That's the only thing that's different. Yeah. Now, the one the one thing that I do know, I, I don't know about the actual, you know, French oak, whether or not there's a difference between, like, French and U.S. I'm sure... Look, oak itself... You know, you know the process of growing well, hops for beer and growing grapes for wine. Yeah. They differ based on like minuscule distances and soil yet. and all that kind of stuff. So you can't tell me that an oak that ages 200 years in one country versus another yeah. is going to be the same. There's no way. The only thing that I do know that makes a big difference in why a lot of um, Scottish mm -hmm. uh, distillers prefer American, or not even prefer American oak, but why they use American oak is because we have so much more abundance of it. That's the, true. Yeah. You know, a lot of the... Um, a a lot of the oak trees actually back in, you know, I'm sure, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to screw this up as far as dates wise, but let's just say 1400s, 1500s, 1600s, a lot of the English people use the oak trees to build their ships and all that kind of stuff. So physically, like there's not a lot of oak trees left in England for them to use and make barrels. I'm, I'm um, from the lumber capital of the, the United States and I think probably of the world at one time. Williamsport, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. They they replanted trees there. Yes, they did they did chop them all down for long and I'm sure there were trees as big as my yeah. desk, right? Oak trees. They they chopped them down, but they replanted. So we still do have a plentiful amount of oak. And even now they're lump they're they're felling trees all over, but they are replanting them. So yeah, I don't know what Europe's take is on 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 how they how they handle timber and replanting and stuff, but I wish I can remember, but I, I I I was researching for one of the bottles that we were doing a podcast on back in probably um, either December or early January, okay. and that was one of the main things that I found. And it might have even been just with researching Glenfiddich in general as to why they use it, uh, you know, American oak versus anything else when they're working on their new oak barrels. And it just had to do with the abundance of oak that we have here in America versus what they have over there in England. And yeah. obviously because of the price <clears throat> or because of the uh, rarity, you have a vast price difference, so it's cheaper for us to export to them sure. rather than them to get locally. You'd also have to think that, I mean, uh, uh, excluding the 14 Glenfiddich, which is ex-bourbon barrel, which is new oak, it's unused bourbon Delicious. barrel. Yeah, <laughs> unused bourbon barrel, so it ages a lot like a bourbon. Yeah. You get a lot of interesting bourbon notes, a lot of the floral vanilla, a lot of the things that I didn't like it at first, but now I can't help but taste it on everything. Quick side note, I also drilled through my barrel um, bands right into the staves. And I that I haven't done that. I got to do it. When I did it, it smoked off some of the wood because mm -hmm. those self tappers were, were boring in. Yeah. And now all I taste when I drink whiskey is at the very end on scotch, I taste that bourbon barrel. Yeah. And all the way through an entire sip 
of bourbon. All I all I taste is what I smelled in my nose that day. Because I was being a smart guy. You know, the only time you should wear a mask is when you're doing things where there's fumes and smoke. And I chose not to. Yeah. Um, so don't take any advice on me medically. But that's an interesting thing. So now, even on these whiskeys that I've had how many times, I taste that smoke now from i taste the mapley old bourbon barrels oak smell it's amazing it's like the uh that's almost like that old uh which i think we've mentioned on here before the 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 jack daniel thing mm-hmm. where like you charcoal. don't taste the charcoal until after somebody tells you that it's there and then that's all bitch. you can and taste and now like can i have a shot of whiskey well, what do you got jack daniels no i just drink water I'm yeah. Like, yeah no it's, it's like seriously like after you had told me that and i went and tried it i'm like Son of a bitch. you cannot stop yourself that's it but as I was headed down, I, I do think that I don't even remember where I was going. Where was I going? I don't know. You did a me. I, I did. do that shit all the I time. I pulled a Jake. <laughs> you did. Yep, that's I it. I pulled a Jake. Hey, somebody email us real fast and let me know where I was headed with that <laughs> thought because I forget. And by that, I mean you got to go back in time a little ways because yeah. <laughs> we recorded in advance just a little bit. But uh, yeah, I no, I I do think that there's probably there's probably something to be said about the different words that they use. But uh, I honestly. I, I, this whiskey is great either way. I don't taste as much of the mapley, florally vanillas as I would from a Glenfiddich 14, but there's definitely some there. My gosh, the glass, I'll tell you what, I am not a believer in the sniff on the Glenlivet. It is not, it is not as, as easy on the senses as a Glenfiddich 15 on the scent. No, it, it definitely has a little bit of a you like get, if if you get a deep whiff of it, it's you're gonna, like rubbing you're alcohol. Burn your nostril. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not saying that the rest of it is great smell, but that the initial is like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it's like if you were to sniff. <laughs> there's another. Hey, if you want to go out and do something that's real bad for your body, go ahead Hypo- and s- hypothetically <laughs> smell some real <laughs> gasoline. Now, if you go out and sniff uh, unleaded gasoline without ethanol versus with ethanol, you get that's that's the Glenfiddich versus the Glenlivet. It's good. It just is really alcoholic. It is, and I'm way down in my glass, and I'm still smelling that alcohol. But I don't get any of that on the taste, though. Not at all. That's the thing that's blowing my mind, and this is my favorite brand, just just from what I used to drink before I knew you. So, hey, here we are. Now I can I can I can see Mr. Mark screaming at his car radio. Why aren't you drinking a Brooklatic? Why are you drinking? Why are you even messing around with this normal crap? I can hear him. He's just. He's, I'm sure he's clinching his steering wheel. Yeah, it's funny. Flipping me off from a distance. Is that so? Is that one of his favorites? He Brooke likes Lottie? the classic Laddie a lot. The classic yeah. Laddie. It's good. The blue bottle. It is very. You know good. what? I would like it if it wasn't bottled in such a weird freaking bottle. He's it's, calling you gay, Mark. Well, kinda. It's the, <laughs> it's the only one that, like, all right. So, no, I'm actually not going to go into the whole backstory. I got a gun safe. I got a bunch of whiskey bottles in the gun safe. There's a reason <laughs> That's for that. That's not manly enough we'll, for the gun safe. We'll visit. talk about it. It's it's called my ATF closet. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, whenever I open up the gun safe, there's just this. Tiffany blue bottle sitting in there that's the same color as my wife's revolver, and it's like I I, I just I, I I don't know. You know how gay that sentence that is. Though? My wife's revolver is baby blue. Like it's Tiffany blue. Let's be let's be straight. Okay, that is actually pretty gay for being a straight kind of a comment. Let's yeah. be straight. I'm gonna be real gay and give you the exact color of that yeah. blue. Hey, that's what she wanted. It's that's pretty close to the her. walls in this not quite so straight room. Listen, well, right you're you know what? You're not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> it's meant to bring out the the, the no. blue skies in everybody, Jake. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Shay, listen, listen. Yeah, she wanted. That's what she wanted. That's what she got. Right? She yep. wanted the. Yep. So that's what. What, what kind of revolver is that? You can say this is a man. Uh, you know, I don't know the exact model. It's a thirty-eight. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thirty-eight special. Um. Nice. Um. Yeah. Thirty-eight special Smith and Wesson revolver. I forget what the exact model was, but she wanted the lightweight. Uh. You know, hammerless polymer frame, super lightweight. You know, purse carry all that was it was it smith i don't think it was i think it was ruger that made a hammerless an internal hammer titanium do you ever see that one no Uh, i would that's actually pretty rare for i will try and find you a yeah because i well not pretty rare but pretty rare for me not to know it it is pretty rare for you not to know and and, but this is something i had read about because i was interested in of all things me of of all things titanium yeah i love them i mean my bikes are both titanium for big chubby i drink I drink good whiskey. I get fat, but I love my bikes to be light and fun to ride. Yeah. Titanium is it. Just and like your women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll show those off in public. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't put me in spandex and put me in public. So no bike riding in public. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm the opposite of the moped effect. I don't mind showing you who I banged, but I'm not going to put my spandex on and ride my bike down the street. <laughs> Look at that fat guy. He looks like a rhinoceros got caught in a sausage tube trying to... <laughs> Uh, only with only with a smaller horn, giggity. <laughs> no, I, I did. I had an interest in that, like ultra lightweight and hammerless, so you're not going to grab your pants when you're putting it away yeah. and all that. They made a 38 special, and they even made, I think, a 357 38 uh, frame that oh, was that'd be yeah. badass. So it had it had the cartridges or whatever you'd call. It. I don't know what you call it, the yeah cartridge. Yeah, the spindle and the cartridge. And oh, the, the cylinder. Spindle. Yeah, the cylinder. Yeah. So that that spindle with the whatever six rounds in it was meant for both. I, that, again, not a gun guy. I just, you know, yeah. but that, I thought that was I got neat. you. That's where I'll make yeah. up for that. I appreciate yep. that. Yep. And I'll make all the gay spandex jokes. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Together yep. we're a good team. Yep. That's it. We uh, make, I'll cheers to that. We make Come one on. good podcast yep. here. We'll cling to that. Just remember that rigging you here is me making gay spandex jokes. That's, that's all that fine. Is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that is, that is something interesting. Um, that particular gun I thought was, was really cool just because, it, you know, the hammerless design is awesome. Yeah. The only downside is really working on them is a lot different, I think. At least from what I read, like, well, more expensive parts if, and... If they need it, right? So mm-hmm. it's 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 all what I would call, like, captured internally. Right. So, you know, there's, there's not... It's not, like, necessarily, like, there's powder or anything that... You, it's not like an AR where you're... Are we on a firearms podcast right now? We <laughs> might be. This isn't going on YouTube, so, you Google yeah, bitches. Essentially, so uh, there goes my job you know, chances it's, at it's, Google. Thanks. Yeah. It's not like an AR, you know, where you have like a like a, a a gas impingement system or something like that, where you're relying on the where essentially the gases are cycling the bolt and it's coming. It's a revolver, right? So right. it stays clean. The it's, barrel is the only thing that needs to be clean. Lubricated, lubricated hammer on a spring, hitting yeah. a spot internally. Yeah. all done. So there's no it. The the points of failure or the points of it getting dirty or anything like that are very very minimal. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No. Have I ever showed you the there. the Ruger that I got? Mm, the five seven. I have a GP. The, no, I have a GP one hundred. I got from uh-uh. a guy up north. I paid four hundred for it. It's a six no. inch, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that I could essentially shoot at effective short rifle range, like you know fifty to hundred yards. Yeah. Once I really learned how to fire it because of the weight and the length of the barrel. And I was like, man, I just can't like at the time. New ones, if you could find them from Smith and Wesson or Rugal, were minimum seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to get one. And That's this guy not changed much from right now. No, it has not. And this yeah. guy said, I I need to get rid of mine, and I want five hundred. I was like, I don't know the condition. I can't come up to see it. And I, I trust you because a friend of mine recommended you. I'll give you four hundred for yeah. it. Yeah. 
and he shipped it down with a holster and everything and for oh, 400 nice. so i paid four plus the the you know plus the uh, ffl fee right yeah but it ended up being like under 450 and i knew a guy that worked in a shop so my ffl was like 420 or 20 total so yeah, yeah. plus the tax and oh that's nice that's yeah. really nice because mine i think mine charges 50 for yeah. the transfer fee there's a place in in, in my town i'm about here. to find out monday i'm not gonna say the name a new it won't, one coming it, in and it won't work for you because full disclosure to the listening audience we are different states yeah but very close on the line um the ffl yeah I, we're within what 15 miles of each other 20 miles 20 yeah, yeah. 20 something yeah just two different states yep so down the street I live from in me the free state of west virginia i'll say that i could literally go <laughs> i could literally go catch a buzz because that's legal and then i could meet the ffl at his house which is halfway between the local bar and my house and pay him 25 bucks in my town and take a pistol that i bought online home to my house <laughs> oh shit it, yeah he and, but but that's not the guy that i knew the guy that i knew was a friend of of mine and my wife's yeah um down south in uh springfield ish area so i had to drive a ways but i just took a half day at work and and made a day of it you know I, I left work got some lunch went down and uh and hung out with him and then bought some rounds and fired at the range and it was just glorious that yeah. huge heavy weighted revolver something to be said about that well, and, you know the and, accuracy and mm. And you know this is something that um, that you might be interested in, but you know the the place where we can shoot that's directly in between you yes, and I, yeah. right? Um, our buddy that we were talking about earlier upstairs mm-hmm. has a membership there, and there's some recent events that happened to where he's wanting to get his wife into shooting, and I'll explain that okay. all fair. But um, I'm you don't about, have to. He told me perfect. Yes. So I'm about to get a membership there, and we're going to start doing some date nights to get right. some of that done. Uh, but Anne's wants another revolver where she she wants the same exact thing she has, but she wants a Baltimore Ravens because that's where we're from, Maryland baby, hoorah! So she wants a Baltimore Maryland uh, purple framed uh, 38 special. So okay. I'm gonna get her one of those, and she wants to do some shooting for the same reason that Steve had talked to you. Sure. Oh, not I said his name, fuck. But for the, for the same yeah, for the same reason that he wants to do his Stone thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin, whatever. Facts. So for the same reason <laughs> that he wants to do his thing. We'll, we'll meet up and do that it. That was so close to his name that if he's listening, he's like, oh, fuck. And yeah. wasn't actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Dude, so. I would use I would use that motherfucker as target practice, too. That is some bullshit. Yep. That's some bullshit. But, Did hey, you see uh, the footage? Yeah, and the court systems just don't work the way they should in nope. this country. Because that's ex- The ring If we were in Russia, they'd say, they'd say we can quarter him or we can give him to you for target practice. And yep. we would, of course, say, target give practice. us some adrenaline shots and give us to him. And we're going to just keep shooting. Them up, I don't so even need that. No, but that keeps him alive. <laughs> I just, dude, listen. If you had anybody who had who had watched the ring doorbell footage that he has, yeah, and then was like, that motherfucker does not deserve. Never mind. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> does not deserve what has he what we he has coming to. We him. will not go any further. Yeah, that was know, messed up. Three hots and a cot are not good enough. For His that daughter was home and almost answered the front door. That would have been extremely bad. I'm not even going to get into it. His 14-year-old daughter. Let's just say, yeah. let's just say that. So, 15 years. Yes, my daughter will know how to fire my guns yep. and know the safe combo when she's old enough to know. You know what this messed up part is? They've been there for 10 years and they have such a fantastic community that that's they That's how I in. feel here. And, and, and one, that's just it. It could happen right here. One outsider came into their community and caused havoc at five different residences you know i i got in last i got in yesterday at like 5 30 or so six mm-hmm. o'clock 
I was so tired because I'd only slept about an hour before yeah. that I don't know how I made it home. I said, I got to, Elaine, I got to hang the phone up. I got to put music on. I got to scream. I got to do something to stay awake. Yeah. I get home. I left my my Sapphire preferred credit card in the cup holder. And we were at the, the liquor store and I was like, I can't find my other card. It was there. The truck was open all night. Not a person touched it. Now that gives me a false sense of comfort because just like Mr. Steve, now that we know his name, his neighborhood, same idea. But yep. when something goes wrong, it goes wrong. And the lucky part is that he had a defense mechanism. I'm not going to say what it was, yeah. but he had a defense mechanism in place that took that person, the perpetrator, away from his property. Now, if you don't have that, who knows what the outcome is? Yep. At that point, yep. it's... And then, yeah. It, so, well, again, like I said, it was one outsider. That's it? One outsider. Not even... Again, they'd lived there for 10 years years yep, that's it never locked their doors never nothing they had that kind of community but it was one outside person that came into the community and and traumatized two women in that community would have been four it would been have been four. four and then again on top of that it, it it they devastated five homes that's so fucking oh anyway yeah so, so listen we have about 13 14 minutes here before we're going to be out of time <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for us, we've done an episode on the Glenn Fittick 15 before, so we're going to go Smith ahead. And Smith & Wesson Revolvers. That's right. Hey, <laughs> stop down at your local hardware store, Smith & Wesson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> M&P 40. Perfect. Now, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We were talking about revolvers. But uh, we're going to go ahead, and we have uh, a oh, partial. that's right. Oh, that's all right. Lord. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. We can share off this. We're going to go ahead and pour ourselves a Glenn Fittick 15. And you don't mind, I'm going to pour yours. Do you care? Go for it. All no, right. no, no. Help this yourself. is Jake's bottle. Bottle pop. Not that great, not that bad. I have one more unopened one at the house, so if that one... I have yeah. a little upstairs in case we need Do it. Do your thing. There you go. All right. Give me a color comparison. Now, they're not the same pour, but they're very similar anyway. The Glenfiddich is a smidge darker, it looks like, but that might be because of the volume in this glass. I, I think it is a smidge darker, though, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. That was Glenlivet. I'm very familiar with that right now. Yep. Okay. My God, do I love it. The Glenn Fetish got a, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he's sniffing the glass. No. Yep. It's date night. Jake's out in the pro. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Can I? Mm, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, you fuck. Go ahead. I want to just Joe Biden this glass. Oh, boy. You're going to rub his shoulders. Tell it how it looks way older than it is. <laughs> is that what you want to do? Oop. Never had a glass pull away from me like that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when you're judging the spelling bee, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right, so. Better worse. No, this is totally the, the exact opposite. So the Glenn Livet 15, I enjoyed the taste, not the nose. The Glenfiddich 15, I enjoyed the nose a lot, and the taste is very similar. Hmm. That's weird. You ready to trade glasses? That's weird. We're going to give each other COVID because gay love doesn't know a boundary. <laughs> there you go. I can't say that when I got a mouthful of whiskey because I can't spit it out. At least he said whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm disappointed in you about the spitting thing. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the nose uh, is much better. 
The nose is much, much Isn't better it? on the Glenfiddich. But, dude, I will the, say. the taste isn't far off. Dude, there's a lot of gaps. I'm looking at the audio waveform of our recording. There's a lot of gaps where we're sniffing and looking at each other, there and joking and tasting. There is. I apologize in advance to all of you that chose to listen to this. I mean, look foolishly. at that one. That's like five seconds That's, right there. <laughs> it's at least five seconds. <laughs> you goddamn suckers. That's uh, what happens. Oh, man, this is good. Oh. I mean, I like that taste a lot. So, what do you? So, what do you think about the nose on that here? Oh, the the nose. Double fist this for a second. The Go. Nose, the nose is much better on the Glenfiddich. It's right? much better. Right now, the taste on them is not far off from each other. I don't. I, I get the apple in the nose on this one still, which overpowers. And I get any a lot alcohol. of nuttiness on the nose on the Glenfiddich as well. Yeah, the Glenlivet you get alcohol and wood and yeah. a little bit of flour. Yeah. I don't even know what flower. It's not a honeysuckle. It, it it's like a vanilla bean kind no, of. No, it's just floral. Yeah, right. It's just yeah. that typical like. It's like if you were walking through an arboretum, kind of. Like, yeah, it's which, just a floralness. <laughs> all of our straight men know a lot about, obviously. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're all married, and yeah, we unfortunately know about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Tell you what, I get off the Glenfiddich. For anybody who gives a crap at all, is it the, a nuttiness or the or the Mark and his wife who are listening? <laughs> um, I get no, I get I get a little bit of nuttiness at the end of the flavor when it's just about to be done burning my tongue. Yeah, right. It's a weird way to say, it, but that's what I feel. No, I agree. I get a similar front end, similar middle of the taste. Body is all the same. I get after having the Glen Livet, I get almost no floral, sweet vanilla, maple at the end of the Glen. Fittick, which almost it's after having these Glenlivets tonight, it's yeah. almost a, a nice breath of fresh air, which is crazy. I'm I'm literally looking at Jake and I look to the right and I see a Glenfiddich 21 sitting on my windowsill. And I'm like, what? I mean, even that one, that versus the Glenlivet Caribbean cask, I get the floral, super sweet, you know, vanilla y ending. Yeah. The Glenfiddich 15, the Glenlivet 15, great options, but the Glenfiddich. I don't want to say I like it more, but I like the fact that I don't get this long-winded tongue flavor of of flour at the end. Because at some point, you know I'm not a bourbon guy. At some point, I can't help but associate that with bourbon, and it it bores me to death. I want, like, that's why I like the Lagavulin 16. Yeah. Because the flavor changes every second until you don't taste it anymore. And I agree. That's, that's, that's exactly what you... F- well, I'm not going to say you find it in all of them, but you find it in a majority of Speysides. Yeah. Right? You would almost say that both of these in their own... Well, well I'm not going to say in their own... Well, whatever. Both of these are obviously Speyside whiskeys as to where you have the Lagavulins and the Isle of Scotches oh, yeah. that just have that extra punch that I love, that smokiness, yeah. that... Oh, I love it, and I know you do too mm-hmm. because of you know, I didn't how you like I, to cook until I learned. Yeah, and that's just it. <laughs> I do love to cook, and I I frustrate myself with barbecues, even simple as shit. Like I, I told you, I've learned a fast way to do pulled pork. Right, three hundred twenty five degrees. You cook it until it's till it's jiggly fat, one hundred and fifty degrees or so. You wrap it, you finish it to two hundred. It comes out great. What I've learned is <clears throat> even with that. The way you season it, the way you brine it, whatever you decide to do, it makes a difference in the flavor. And that's where 
I learned to separate my palate. And to be honest with you, when I was perfecting what I think is my favorite pork recipe for pulled pork, I was drinking Lagavulin scotch. For the first time, found myself enjoying a a high kind of, excuse me, high smoke scotch. And and it broke my palate apart. Now, with these whiskeys, the Glenlivets, both of them, the Caribbean and this 15, I taste the floral vanilla kind of hybrid that that flavor all the way through the end and it becomes too much i almost want it to stop where i'm i'm expecting like okay the bitterness is going to come in and then it's going to go away no doesn't happen it keeps being sweet it's like i licked a piece of oak that they aged it in for and then drank you know sugary something afterwards and and that's why the glenfiddich doesn't have it i actually like it not more but i like that I might like it more. I might actually like it more. Fuck it. I'll admit it. I I might like it more because it hey it stops before I would have expected. I listen. You you can say it because I was it, it, and I know we've said this a, a bunch in other podcasts. But if you guys are, this is if this is the first one that you're listening to, what's what? That's a really good question. I can tell you my taste. <laughs> so um, you know, Greg is Glenn Livet. Myself, Jake is Glenn Fittick. Um, you know, that's why I Glenn Fittick 15 Solera Vat has been my favorite go-to up until up until I tried the 18. Now the 18 is a preference of mine, but that is also a specialty bottle that I only crack into occasionally. But the Glenn Fittick 15 is an affordable bottle that um you it know is, yeah yeah if, if if you can get your hands on it that's it, it has been a favorite of mine for years now that has always been my go-to that's the one where you know I, I i bought a decanter at the house and it was something that i was going to share with myself and friends it's proven and, it's worth it's proven yeah, it's worth and right that was now one that so i've always got i'm leaning back here trying this glenfiddich again and i'm like i, I just don't i mean i might actually be in line and, and i mean i like them both as yeah. a brand and as a as a you can trust the repeated consistency the quality yeah. You know, so if you're out there thinking you want to buy a, a scotch and you're like, ah, I got fucking ninety bucks in my pocket, there are things you can buy that are terrible for ninety bucks. Yeah. But a Glenfiddich fifteen, a Glenfiddich fifteen, both good whistle pig. I would rather jump <laughs> off a bridge. Listen, sorry, whistle pig. Listen, I'm sure you're all right, but <laughs> well, listen, whistle pig isn't bad, but it's 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 bad for its price. It's bad for its price. We, it's not a great eighty dollar bourbon, I, but it's a yes. good. Forty dollars, and I'm not bit, saying but it you know, forty bucks, and you don't know Mr. Mike Senior, the Mike I that I know that lived over here, and you you know Matt, and I'm telling you those guys, and for whatever you know, maybe they have lower or different, not lower, but different standards because they might have been raised a certain way. Yeah, in my opinion, if you ask one of them for, hey, what's the bourbon? You, they should be doing a fucking podcast. What's the bourbon you want for this much money? They both have an answer, and both times they're going to be way better. Way better than Whistle Pig. Yep. If you say I want to spend thirty bucks, what's the best thing? They're going to tell you larceny. If you say I oh, want to absolutely. spend sixty, they're going to say Angels Envy. Elijah Craig, Elijah Craig, yep. Small Batch, and Angels Envy. Yep. And it's going to be better than Whistle Pig. All of them absolutely are better than Whistle Pig. It's yep. just not. Our, it's, Again, it's it's me and the Basil Hayden effect. And you can spend fifty six to seventy dollars on it, depending on what state you're in. Why would you? But I mean, why would you? It's just yep. a. It's one Listen, of those things. In the same exact way that the Glenlivet Caribbean rum is it was it Caribbean rum cask am i saying that right i've got it, i've got it down here i saved it is from last time's is? episode it is the um caribbean reserve and then okay. and then the glenfiddich is the 21 year reserve a rum cask yes so in the same way that there is a 180 dollar difference between those two bottles and they are essentially the same thing yeah right yep 
Whistlepig does not need to be $80 in the same way that the 21-year rum cask reserve does not need to be $220. Yeah, exactly. It's, it needs to be... Whistlepig needs to be a $40 bottle. Facts. And with that, That's my friend... just it. With that... We could end this podcast right now. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that we, we, have, to, we have to segue, right? So you, you say that. Yeah. And with that... We're going to go ahead and bounce ourselves into the guerrilla warfare part of this episode oh, because we're running out of time. So here's what I want to do. I want you to take that. That right there is the Glenlivet 15. Yep. We're going to cheers. We have about the same amount in this glass. We're going to slam this, and then it's going to get interesting real quick. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Now, in the interest of human well-being, we typically don't advise getting drunk. But we both just had... About one full shot of two different whiskeys. And I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying the ending on that Glenlivet 15. But what we're going to do now is we've got this, this you know, God, you got to love my jokes. The, the guerrilla warfare. Of course, you all probably knew this was coming. It is the monkey shoulder batch 27. And the reason I say that is because they're all part of a similar family, right? So at this point, we've got our two 15s. They're both 70 bucks a bottle. And we've talked endlessly about the price but i want you right now jake before we do anything else you got the computer right there you're going to hear his clicking find me the price of a monkey shoulder batch 27 i want you to tell me i'm looking right at the bottle but i can't tell you what it costs i will a, do you one well while he's doing right that now i will do va abc so this is selected by the malt master monkey shoulder blended malt scotch whiskey this is not a single malt in case anybody's wondering but it is effing fantastic. And by that, I mean, there's no Tom Effery happening at that place right Tom now. Tom Effery, Jesus. <laughs> you all never hear that. It'll never make the light of day. But I censored myself instead of saying foolery. Do you I have any effery. idea what episode? No, that wasn't even an episode. Oh, I know. But I've got the recording. No, that was the recording. Yeah, yeah. That was, recording. that was us just figuring out how to use our audio. I said equipment. Tom Effery. And Jake goes, did did you did just you censor, just, censor foolery? Did you just censor <laughs> Tom, Tom foolery? foolery? That was great. <laughs> anyway. So rooted in malt whiskey history and inspired by the malt men who still turn the malting barley by hand, Monkey Shoulder is blended in small batches of Speyside's finest single malt whiskeys, then married to achieve a smoother, richer taste. This is the batch number 27 as approved by the distiller. And this is what you can find literally freaking everywhere. Now, I have not looked right next door to my house, but I know in the past it's been here. You can literally find this in Colorado. I have found it there. I found it in Texas. I have found it in New England. I found it in Pennsylvania, Virginia. I have found it in New Jersey. It is every place that I have been. There have been other states in between. So you can get this any place. And right now, Jake, what are we saying? Let's estimate. What are you seeing? What's our cost? So I'll just go ahead and read this real quick. It says, Monkey Shoulder has an aroma of zesty orange and mellow vanilla. Yay. Yeah, and flavors of honey and spiced oak, which is very similar to what... Um, an anus the, uh, tastes like, because we're... Yay. Yeah, very... <laughs> Continue. Very, very similar to what uh, Glenfiddich 15 has, and that is for one low price, one payment of thirty two ninety nine. Under $40, my friends. Now, I've been talking up this whiskey that we tried not long ago, Johnny Walker High Rye, because... Which is good. 
but fantastic. But in the defense of every other whiskey under forty dollars, I fucking hate Johnny Walker, and that I do. I just it, it I don't like that. The first time I tried a smoky yeah. whiskey was one of theirs, and it had a little well, bit of smoke. Whenever you hear Johnny Walker, you always think of Blue Label and prestigious yeah. bold. And admittedly, and, and admittedly, like, yeah. their whiskeys have a little bit of the smoky iodine to them. Yeah, but if you have no palate, it's awful. And I should really go back. And I did recently try the red and the black at a bar, and I was like, okay, all right my move now because they're not as bad as i thought they're blended this is blended but here's the thing that johnny walker high rise is like 40 dollars on the dot and it's not bad and it has the apple the crisp green apple that a glenfiddich 12 has yeah and it's cheaper than a glenfiddich 12 yeah. and if you're gonna like i said you're gonna travel with it you throw it in a bag you don't give a shit but i i i, I cannot say that i would ever choose that over a monkey shoulder batch 27 i agree Ever. i absolutely agree with you i would say and and the only reason why i own two different bottles of blue label is because i got both of them at a fantastic price let me see your water um uh yeah there you go again you. it's got the uh the mio the mio Sorry. in it but uh yeah it's a little bit of yeah yeah you'll be all right but um yeah, so you know, I I own two different bottles of Blue Label, two different years. One of them is the uh, the Year of the Rat, uh, as they like to do, and then the other one is just this, you know, just a standard Blue Label. I bought one because, well, first of all, I got both of them at a fantastic price. Um, you know, you have uh, Virginia ABC typically sells uh, Blue Label for about three ninety nine, I think. And the ones that I got were back home in Maryland, and I got both of them for my buddy's uh, wedding. And I think I got them for a hundred and one of them was one hundred and seventy bucks, and the other one was one hundred and thirty. So yeah, a lot of money for what it was. Yeah. But also for the fact of what it was, and knowing what Virginia prices are, it was next to nothing essentially. I, I argue and, that you're not going to all spend Virginia prices, and also I've not tried it, so I can't argue that. All Johnnies are bad, and blended yeah. whiskeys does not. Blended whiskey does not mean crappy whiskey. It means yeah. they chose the whiskeys they felt were the best batches, well, blended them to find the best flavor, barreled them or bottled them rather, and sold them. So maybe I'm a little bit too critical, but just literally within a, a I would say a month of one another, I tried a Glenlivet twelve, and I tried a Johnny Walker Black. And somebody bought me and I, and it was Johnny yeah. Walker black in a college pub, but that's, it's not that good. And it's, it is not that good as in price wise. It's not considered a prestigious whiskey, Yeah. but at a college pub, it was like they had to get some girl with her thong sticking out of her jeans to climb up this ladder and bend <laughs> back and get it off a shelf. No one gets from at a bar. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh boy, I had the Glen live it. This is going to be incredible. And I drank and I was like, what in the hell am I drinking? And it's because there is a little, just a tiny bit of peat to it, but it's so much now. Wait, so you much, mean the the Johnny Walker? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You sorry, said the John, you, Johnny yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Johnny Walker Black. So I'm sorry, I misspoke. So I thought when I went back and tried it again, I don't know, three weeks ago when I was in Texas, I thought this is going to be smoky, and but also crappy, and I'm going to yeah. be disappointed. It was not that smoky because my palate has changed, and not that crappy because compared to jack daniels jim beam name any other whiskey you can get at a bar not scotch just whiskey in general yeah. it wasn't that bad yeah i made a mistake it is not great it's still something that in my head i'm like okay well if it's better than that flavor then i'm gonna like it more i'm gonna buy it more right yep. so that's that's now, me being an asshole but it's true with 
they're with, not that great. That being said, what I, exactly what I was going to say was with those being, you know, the prestigious bottles, the only reason why I bought them was again for a buddy's wedding. Yeah. It was one, you know, it was part of his wedding present. Uh, the only two Johnny Walker blue labels that I had tried, and I would still rather have this $32.99 monkey shoulder. Leave it to me to go the four-mile route to the quarter-mile walk. (laughs) I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. No, dude, listen. I mean, look, blue label, right? When people see it on your shelf, they're like, oh, shit, you're serious about whiskey. Yeah, I am. But what I found in that is that... You don't have to spend the money to have good whiskey. <laughs> and, and speaking and of that. And trust me, I have done the research for you. <laughs> you don't I, have to. We do both that. have. And I just poured his bottle of monkey shoulder and I poured us heavy pours because I know there's no harm, no foul. No. <laughs> but listen, I will tell you if, if I'm going to have whiskey, what I like is for people to ask rather than yeah. say, like, oh shit, he's got blue label. I like them to say, I've never heard of X, Y, and Z. Tell me about it. And you can be like, well, this one's like 80, 90, 100 bucks. You don't get it everywhere, but when you see it, you buy it. Yeah. And here's what the flavors are. And that's really what this podcast is about. It's about us being a bunch of dudes just bullcrapping, and we're going to get guests on, our friends. The guests are not going to be like, it's not going to be RG3 because no one gives a shit, right? We want our friends who got us into whiskey, who talk about intricate, interesting, smart, whatever, dumb, whatever things they talk about. We want that. Yeah. And that's what I want to have here. But- this podcast is about like what what will you find interesting in whiskey and not not to to show off not for prestige but if people come to your house and they say well i've heard of johnny walker i've heard of jim beam jack daniels well everybody has and and they right? say but i've never heard of kaala right maybe Very true maybe you know not the, the best is, whiskey right you turned me on to kaala because I had, as much whiskey as i but drank, why why did i turn you on to it because I took a chance at my liquor store because it was yep. new and it was in the middle shelf scotch. And you know me, that we talked about the another one. Yeah, but go ahead. So uh, Cow Isla Twelve. Yeah, Obin Fourteen. One wow, another yes. one I've never heard of. They're twenty dollars apart in price. Yeah, opposite ends of the Fantastic. spectrum, but both amazing. Fantastic. And, and and what it is is I I walked in and and Jake and I argued about the philosophy of this show. Not argued, but discussed back and forth. And we argue without arguing. That's what we do. And I was like, look, price price matters a lot. And and price doesn't matter as much to Jake, not because of money, but because of like whiskey and whiskey, right? But but price matters to me in that I went and I saw this Cal Isla and I'm like, okay, it's it's seventy some dollars. I can afford that and I can drink it. And if it's not great, we'll find a way to use it, we'll mix it, whatever. It was awesome. And now we both have something to talk about. Yeah. And, and that really was one of those things. I will and say. I've never heard of it. And it's got a beautiful packaging, beautiful label, good cork, good wooden top. For the money, I mean, it's 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 diehard good whiskey. Yep. No, I, I absolutely 100% agree with everything that you just said. One thing that I'm excited to try when it comes to the Oban, well, so the, the Koala 12 and whatever other offerings that that they that they have haven't seen I, any yet to be yeah. honest. So I've only seen the the 12, but with Oban I've seen the Oban 14. I've seen uh what was the one that we had seen today? Oh man. Uh Well they they have a distiller's edition that I've seen. It was like not prestige edition or something weird like that. Yeah, so was, we saw one that I've never seen before today. Legacy at, at a liquor store at again Virginia ABC. But yep. uh either way, Oban 14 It was phenomenal. like a touch more expensive than their normal yeah, it was like a hundred bucks versus like the ninety or 
so open come on open 14 fantastic i haven't seen you tried it here or you had it elsewhere no i've only had it here yeah. i only had it that one day we were hanging Man, out and we finished outside it. on the deck. I need to get more of that <laughs> it was very good yeah. and um but yeah so i don't even know where i was going with this but yeah both of those were fantastic whiskeys and and uh both of those i had never heard of before now, I'm gonna ever. I'm gonna jump at this because this could be a 15 second ending. It could be this is the best thing ever. It could be the shittiest thing ever. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm sniffing the Monkey Shoulder Batch 27 again. You can find it everywhere. There, if if there's nothing else they've done yeah. right, they have trademarked themselves into the whiskey realm by being like right below those whiskeys you can't quite afford when you're like younger or just we not ready. We should get Monkey Shoulder as a sponsor. Oh my because, gosh! I mean, they're I I, I would back them. I would, I would too, and, and I will tell you, based on what I'm smelling now, they have a more alcohol bite than the Glenlivet 15, but their flavor is identical to the Glenfiddich, and still, but I'm, I'm t- I'm, I haven't Ooh. even tried it. I guess I'm Hang lying. I haven't it. tried it since the two of them. So. There's a smidge more bite than what I think you might be expecting. No, no, no. Take a sip. Let it sit on your tongue. I've got it. There's a bit more bite than what you're expecting but i that see that's where i'm at that's where that's my realm right there that bite is my realm i love that i gotta tell you i can feel the bite i can taste it but it's not much different than than 15 at all Glenn no 15 the whole flavor is almost identical yeah the, even it, the nose is like more of an apple nose it might sound stupid but the extra alcohol bite to that it lasts a long way through for me but it allows me forces me almost to taste Things in the in the flavor of the whiskey that I wouldn't normally taste. Like for instance, if you're doing this, I'm watching him do the O face right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's got Chew the O face. Chew it for a and second. And I'm not even touching his balls right now. Chew I'm, it for a second. <laughs> now here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm. Hear me <laughs> out on this, right? And and everybody out there, sorry, the gay jokes are going to happen. We're, we've been drinking, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> no, listen. I feel like with that extra alcohol bite, I'm almost forced to step back a little bit while I'm tasting it. Yeah. And I get all sweet but not floral but sweet like fresh new oak i get these weird it's the same flavor as glenfiddich 15 until i step myself back and i get all this awesome like natural here's what it was aged in here's the woods that it was aged in it might be some sherry's we don't know it's a blend it's a blend we have no idea where they got it from hand me that bottle real quick please do please take a look i just want to read it real fast and see what but i can tell you that afterwards i'm breathing it now it's been 20 seconds 30 seconds since my last sip and i have no heartburn and i have this interesting mapley flavor in my throat so it reminds me a lot of the glenfiddich 15 it really does yeah. just like it did before but i will say the 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 like last three quarter of that flavor is so much different now that we're trying it with that and the glenlivet um and maybe when we did it before you know i'll admit this out loud my parents are going to be mad at me we may have been a little buzzed when we drank it at your place and you're like here try this it's the glenlivet or glenfiddich and it wasn't the glenfiddich it was the monkey shoulder <laughs> i do think I do think there are differences. So funny. It is. <laughs> I love that. Because right, because I, I, I truly had done that to you about oh my God. three times. Three, at least, <laughs> maybe four times. I think four times because the same night we did the Dalmore yeah. was the first time we recorded an episode we were going to put out to these idiots that decided to listen to us. Sorry, you're idiots. I wouldn't listen to me. I'm stupid. But that's exactly what happened. And, and, I, and, and I think the last time, the fourth time you tricked me was you did it before the episode and after we'd had a little too much whiskey. 
and a cigar in your garage. We yep. enjoyed that very expensive. It was our holiday celebration, as if you'll remember. Which was awesome. It was awesome. But then you're like, here, let's let's wash our, let's clean our palates with a little bit more. Here's a Glenn uh, Fiddick 15. You said something about it was a different batch. Like you tried to play me on the 18 thing you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. But you well, said no, it, the 18 it was, thing was real. It though. was real. I the know. The 18 was but, real. But the 15 was bull crap. Yeah. It <laughs> and absolutely I was like, was. I was like, this one tastes pretty similar. I mean, it's, you know, but I do notice, and you're like, that's monkey, monkey shoulder. shoulder. Like, yeah. Okay, thirty-two bucks. Now we know thirty-two dollars yeah. versus what comes out to be about seventy bucks. And this whiskey is so. And I bought it when I was living in an apartment by myself because yeah. I was poor as shit, paying Northern Virginia prices, paying for college, going overseas to make money just to do whatever I could. Yeah. I bought this when I was home because I had dates coming over, and they like they see scotch and they're like, "Ooh, you're sophisticated." Nah. Now, I just like good taste in whiskey, and I tried it on a whim. That and a Jefferson small batch. And that Jefferson was expensive bourbon and not that good. This scotch has stuck with me. When I saw you had it in your house, and it's the first time I've seen it in, I don't know, five years now. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, this stuff, I remember it being good. Yeah. And now here we are. Now, granted, we're not authorities on whiskey because we don't even know how to describe them without our scenting kit. But we are talking about it. Compared to a seventy dollar well, bottle, yeah, 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 but, yeah, but a seventy dollar bottle, we're still talking about this whiskey. Yep, and, absolutely. And I, and I still remember that exact first time that I bought it. I remember who was working the counter. I don't have a photographic memory, but I remember the girl, Korean girl, working the counter in Centerville, and I remember that whiskey being like it was kind of intriguing because of the uh, the actual whatever the bronze, uh, whatever it is. They actually like legit. They're have legit metal. I touched it earlier. Glass. I touched yeah. it and it stuck. That cement on there. That scent. That smell stuck to my hand and it pissed me off because it smelled like I grabbed a bunch of pennies, almost like I was yeah. you know touching copper, but. For anybody that's looking for a bottle that you can even, I don't care what, if your friends aren't douches about cost, it looks cool too. And that too, like, look at that. That's not glued on or anything no. like that. That's embedded in the glass. I feel like they actually took that emblem and pushed it into the glass when it yeah. was hot, you yeah. know? Maybe they didn't, but, but it sure seems like it to me. So one thing I want to take a step back on, when you were talking about the Jefferson bourbon, real fast, you mentioned that. Jefferson bourbon, I've not been impressed with. You and everybody else. There's one that I like, dude. They're you, very small batch, very small batch, and and I. Did you hear about what they did with the ocean thing? Yeah, where, like, where they what the they, fuck they, ever. they put some they put it on a ship and then it sailed around the world. Or you know what that's called, bullshit. ladies and gentlemen. That's a pub, that's a publicity stunt. Yeah. yeah. Well, we put it. Remember how Jefferson had to have sailed across? Well, not he actually didn't have to have, but they tried. To pull this whole revolution thing, yeah. and this is in the era of the well, hipster. This is in the era of the eh. of the everything is in is incorrect politically. All that they tried that whole thing. Well, we we took a batch and we put it out at sea and we brought it back and like no, nah, I mean come on so guys, just try harder. That's they, all it is. They took a pre existing concept, being that a lot of scotches, right? Like for instance, um, you know, a lot of Isla scotches. They say that some of their flavor comes from being so close to the coast and having the winds and all that stuff come across the ocean and hit yep. the rick houses and go through the. For instance, we were at A. Smith Bowman's and they were like, "Oh, we have like climate controlled uh, stuff. And, no, you know, we're not they, affected by the environment. They whatsoever. don't. What they? What, I don't mean to correct you. No, but no, what, no, what absolutely. They, what do. they said was, 
our our aging houses, our rig houses are not climate controlled, but they are they are actual warehouses from a factory. Yes. So instead of being some wooden open ended barns like down in Tennessee and Kentucky, theirs are enclosed concrete structures. So they get but not slight, climate controlled. No, but they get slightly okay. less climate change than a wide open wooden barn. Okay. Which is also susceptible so, to tornado hurricane hurricane specifically there. Yeah. Or tornado rather specifically there, but they're more susceptible to temperature change, so they get a wilder um, uh, fluctuation in flavor. No, you they, are one hundred percent right. They said they can have four of those almost three quarter acre areas aging whiskey, and each one is slightly different because of where it gets the sun during the day. <laughs> yeah. But overall, so, they're pretty similar. Yeah. So no, no, you are one hundred percent right. I have misspoke. So as to where, you know, they have something that's that's. Uh, you know, sheltered from the winds and from nature and stuff like that, as to where you know in in our, or in Scotland and whatnot, where you know they have the the winds coming off the ocean hitting yeah. the, those wooden those wooden uh, you know rick houses and then you know all that influence on the barrels and all that kind of stuff. I think it makes a big difference. Yeah, but that's what that's yeah. what Jefferson, Jefferson was trying to accomplish. They were like, oh well, you know, we had our barrels sitting on a ship being affected by oceanic winds and stuff like that I almost nonstop. feel like and, they're trying this yeah it was, I think they're trying this Pirates of the Caribbean I mean I get what they were bullshit. trying to do yeah. but but no. it's not it's not just scotches in the no it's not scotches <laughs> in the island regions and it's not scotches in the Glen the Glenlivet Valley whatever yeah it's it's they you know people yeah, brought rums over in in oak because that's the way they could ship them and they were at sea for a long time getting you know jostled around but rums were the same way. They brought them over in oak barrels, and they got flavored from the wood. And I think that's part of Jefferson's thing, too. But why would you bother gimmicking? Why would you bother throwing that in your in your whiskey gimmick? Why not just make better whiskey? Well, they have I some think- okay whiskeys. I actually like their bourbons because I don't like overly sweet bourbons. But their higher price stuff is way better, and they could do a lot more with their low end. They could. They could do a lot more with their low end. Yeah, and and I think I think that they tried something. And listen, I've had it. I had the Jefferson Ocean one. Oh, you did try it. I, I have did. Not, try I have it. not had it. I have thought about it. I have tried it, and I just don't think that they succeeded in what they were setting out to do. But. They got stuck with a bunch of whiskey that they had, and they had to offload it, right? Yep. So, I mean, you know, they went ahead and did their thing. It is what it is. But I've I've tried it. I mean, it's good, but it ain't good good, if that makes sense. Speaking of good <laughs> but not good good, and actually not even good good or even good, I went past a place in San Antonio that anybody's looking for it, Lone Star Boulevard, I think is the name of the road. Look at that. An old abandoned brewery. Oh, check that out. Lone Star Beer, and the entire thing is graffiti. So that's an interesting point. But, uh, you know, I don't mean to hold everybody up here. It's kind of, um, you know, we're getting long-winded. But really the big point is there's expensive and cheap out there. We we have found that we like the monkey yeah, shoulder. Don't always think that that price means quality. Look, and, and it's just s- like it's like cigars and whiskey are the same, right? Not only price is inaccurate when, it, you know, you're not trying to use that to determine quality, but whiskeys there are you know space i'd spayburn for example or mcclellan mcclelland is like 
super cheap. Spayburn is super cheap, and they have a lighter color because they're not aged as long in a barrel. Whatever. They have great whiskeys, and they're at a great price. You can try them, see what you like. Get yourself into like a, a lane, a, 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 an avenue of scotch, and go from there. Yeah. Here we're talking about a monkey shoulder that is so bizarre because it is literally as good to drink all day long as a Glenfiddich 15. And I'm, I'm going to say now, and fuck you, Jake. A Glenn Livet fifteen. <laughs> He's always been like, yeah, we're the we're the opposites. Glenn Livet, Glenn Fittick. He's right, but this monkey shoulder is fantastic. Well, it is made is fantastic, man. I'm listen, you. thanks um, for bringing it over. I appreciate it. Absolutely, bro. And uh, look, you know, I I'll am, have the dog give you a handy later. I appreciate the whole thing. I do. I am. I'm sitting here looking at a map right now. He didn't say no. I'm just saying. I did not say no. <laughs> but I am I'm looking at a map right now and it looks like they're, you know, obviously in it's 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 meters over there, but it looks like there's less than a fifty mile difference between the Glenfiddich and Glenlivet distilleries. It less than a fifty mile and and I'm just judging by Google Maps, so you know the difference? Glenlivet they don't filter their um, waste system out. They run it through the water system. <laughs> you son of a bitch. This fit. guy's in there putting his, putting his kilt <laughs> up. Do they wear kilts in Scotland? They do, right? Yeah, they He's do. He's putting his kilt up. He's taking a piss, and it's going right into the rick house, and it's just going right back into the barrels. Yeah, and um, whatever it is, So they are similar enough that you could buy either one, I will say. Yeah. I will say that, honestly, to, to conclude this episode, and I'm sorry, everybody, for being long-winded, but they are similar enough. There are differences, <laughs> subtle differences on the end. But I would still pick over any of them for the price. If you put me in a liquor store right now in the United States, I would take the Monkey Shoulder Batch 27. I would take the Monkey Shoulder over the two of them because I wouldn't feel bad about it tomorrow. I could buy that every day of my work week for two weeks, which is one whole pay period, and I could still pay my bills, and I could not do that with a $70 bottle. I could not do it. I unfortunately agree i know it if i'm not you, saying it to be fortunate i'm it's the truth though if you had three bottles sitting in front of me and price well actually yeah if you had three bottles sitting in front of me if you had glenlivet 15 glenfiddich 15 and monkey shoulder batch 27 sitting in front of me and i had to purchase one of them monkey shoulder batch 27 would be the one that i would purchase but why because it's the same goddamn thing that's in the other okay. bottles for a cheaper price. Let's say for a second that you'd never had any of the three, right? This is a question that I know. Oh, let me. So let if me, I didn't know what was in there, and this is this is my point. Yes, and you're you're headed the way I'm headed. Looking at there's those three things. bottles, there's two things. Which one would you choose out of the three bottles? We got them all. We can see all three right here. One. I like the bottle itself better, the glass better. Two, it has a metal emblem on the outside that I exactly like better. Exactly my point. And three, it legitimately has a wooden top. Now, you wouldn't see that from the packaging because it has the no. the, the protective label no, thing. No, but all they that. expose the center of their packaging. If you remember when you open this, it is not enclosed, encapsulated, encased, whatever. I did not remember that. There is no. a circle to show you the three monkeys on the top. And they're okay. made out of very clearly made out of wood. They might be crappy wood, pine, whatever the hell yeah. it is. But here's the reason I agree with you. And it's two reasons, actually, not one. I agree with you because of the emblem that's 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 literally melted Embedded. into the glass. Yeah. yeah. I also agree with you because at the same the whole thing, monkey shoulder. And you think, okay, why monkey shoulder? What is the influence there? Why does it have to be monkey? What's the unique story? 
They don't tell you a thing on this bottle about why Monkey Shoulder is the name. No. But the name is unique and the emblem is unique enough. The monkeys draw you in. The Monkey Shoulder name keeps you interested. Yeah. And by the time you're done, you look like an idiot in the liquor store. And so you walk away with it. But it is, it is, it's almost like the Jägermeister advertisers got a hold of this. And instead of having a bunch of girls in tight shirts oh, walking oh around. Dear. Yeah. Yep. And instead of having girls walk around in tight shirts in a bar throwing you shooters of Jägermeister and Kool-Aid or whatever it is, yeah, they were like, hey, why don't we make the bottle interesting and confusing? So people are like, wonder why monkey shoulder? And there is nothing and like to this. the rustic label itself. I yeah. Mean, that's, like a, that's like a... It looks vintage. Yeah. It looks yep. 1870s or whatever. It's, it's almost like when you learn in grade school how to... A scotch in a rum bottle. Yeah. You learn That's how to like make your pirate's bottle. treasure map. I don't know if you did yeah. that in school, but I did. We, we went to a kind of a country school. So they would just give us a big lighter and some tea and a piece of paper. We'd crumple the paper, throw the tea on it, and then burn it with a big lighter. And, yep. and that was our project. Right. But that's how this feels. It looks like something that came out of the the bowels of a of a ship that was coming over in the 1800s. I know that's You're not, not wrong at all. And you know how, f- <laughs> you know, it's funny though. You know how fake that is? Because look, if you look at the back of the labels, it's bleach white. <laughs> it's bleach white. It is. There's the Surgeon General warning, the government warning, whatever you want to call but it. But I mean, like, no, like, look, look yeah. through at the back of the front label. It's bleach white. It is. He's not wrong. I'm looking through clear glass at white paper, but on yeah. the front, it looks like age. It's vintage. Yeah. No, I'm, vintage. I'm, I'm with you on that. It looks good. It it's, sounds silly. Uh, this is a bit of a longer episode than I expected. My point is... Yeah, I mean, we're at, what, an hour and 16 minutes? Okay, well, we're going to be done. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you have literally had two commutes out of this stupid-ass episode. <laughs> and the things that we've said are probably ridiculous, but my point is... 20 minutes of it was firearms <laughs> talk anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Smith & Wesson, you owe us a check, bitch. <laughs> and if not, don't come shoot me. I'm good. Uh, yeah, no. Listen. JK. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Remember, uh-huh. they're not only the perfectors of, but the correctors of the MP fifteen twenty. Too. They could shoot for days. Yeah, very cost true. them nothing. So I now, do own one of them. I do great, too. Great guns. Yes. Great firearms. Mine needs sent back to be corrected because it has the. Uh, it was during the age when they said, "Look, there may be a problem where this might double load the chamber and then try and fire a bullet into a bullet, and then oh, you have shoot. an explosion." So, but I never had that problem with mine. Yeah. Because I got the paperwork about three or four hundred rounds too late. Oh, <laughs> shoot. No. So, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Anyway, the, not I to get back into firearms. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll talk I, was, about I, was, I was about to. So we'll talk about Dude, that offline. We could do that forever. If it wasn't an hour and 17 minutes in, we'd be fine. But yeah. listen, if you're going to go out there and you're going to look at those two whiskeys, think, okay, the Glenfiddich has more of an apple at the beginning, more of a sweet at the end. The Glen and a way Livet, better nose. Yes. And the Glenlivet has a bitey nose, but less apple in the beginning, less ultra vanilla flower at the end. Yep. And then... Decide on none of those and buy the monkey shoulder because it's so much better for the yep. money. Which I never thought I would say because you're you're Honest literally you're literally talking to one person, myself, Jake, who yes. is a a Glenfiddich. There might be three people out there. Yeah, <laughs> three. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, you're, so you're talking to one of three who <laughs> who are you know self proclaimed Glenfiddich fanboys, and then then you got Greg who is a Glenlivet fanboy with big old titties and with yeah. big old. Just big and old. then and then <laughs> they're you hairy, have, but they're big. And then you have both of us coming to a common denominator of monkey shoulder thirty-two ninety-seven. Cheers, Seriously. my friend. I gotta say, 
There is no reason why if you're going to have a get together and, and you know, Jake, you have not been to them, but you're going to come to the shows. You sick fuck. You're going to come to the shows. All right. Yes. Of what? Not going to put a period at come. You're going to come to the shows. The shows are, are me being a wild animal cooking food for 50 or 40 or whatever people. Mm -hmm. I do this. We do this in the summer, yeah. right? Now we had less people because of stupid gas, COVID, whatever. But if you wanted to have a party where you knew your whiskey friends could be entertained and enjoy, it would be the monkey shoulder batch 27. Oh, yeah. And here we are. This is why I said this is the battle of the 15s and it's guerrilla warfare. I know it's a stupid pun. I'm sorry. But the monkey shoulder. And is I, it I, sad that I didn't catch on until right now? It might be, but that's all right. <laughs> guerrilla Listen, warfare. we only talked about it like monkey twice. Shoulder. It's fine. Jesus. <laughs> and I knew for a oh, fact, God. I knew, and this is the ridiculous part, right? Not because of price. Forget about it. I knew for a fact when we saw this bottle and we popped it and we drank that I would improve my feelings on this more just by thinking about what we spent here yeah. versus what we spent on the monkey shoulder. Yep. And you can't see me. I'm pointing at the Glenlivet Glenfiddich. They're sitting together. I knew that this would be the winner of the three because even if they were in, it was inferior to the, the Glens, right? Yeah. The bad little Glens would lose because the price difference is significant. You're talking over 50% different. Yeah, absolutely. Just for a bottle that, okay, so it says single malt on it, and it's got a uh, an intricate shape, right? The Monkey Shoulder is a simple bottle, but it has a really interesting design. I, no, I would even say it's got more character it than does. either of those it bottles does. combined. They chose to do the the, the low color With the legit, brown. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, you know, not only the papering, but they legit have... Three monkeys, you know what? In a metal embedded I want, into the glass. I want to build. I want to build and, an audience here, and I want our. I want our audience to know that we're committed to them. We're gonna buy two more bottles of this. You're gonna keep this bottle even when it's empty, and we're gonna see if they actually stamp that monkey into the glass when it's being blown. Because if it's actually stamped in there that every bottle is going to have a slightly different shape around the monkeys. Well, they they could they could blow it in a mold and then put they the monkeys could, in there afterwards. But I find it hard to believe that they can do that easily for a bottle of whiskey. I could see them doing it for something that's completely cylindrical, but this thing changes shape. But I mean even the cap yeah. is got You know, we will you know what we should really do, and and we haven't done it yet. And I'm, I was about to say we will I mean, do it, but stop talking. But what else? <laughs> what yeah, else should we stop yeah. doing? I mean, no. So we we should really take some like good photos of this bottle and put them up. Absolutely, I will donate the money. I know it's a lot to no, ask, we, but no, I will no, give you will. thirty-two bucks so we can get a full bottle of this to take pictures of. No, we we will. I, I really we do will. think we need to do that. I agree. Anyway. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, if, seriously. If you're going out there, sorry about everything here tonight because this we've is talked how, about a lot of bullshit. This is how we are. We're idiots. But if you're going to go buy these whiskeys, pick up the Glenlivet or the Glenfiddich. Try them both individually. Then, when you're getting ready to have a get together, when you're getting ready to try these whiskeys, take the Monkey Shoulder Batch 27 home. I, I know you may not find if you live in a town like mine, and Jake knows what I'm talking about. It's a mm -hmm. small town. You may not find it on the shelf because they don't restock very fast. But if you go down the road ten miles, you will. You, I promise, you will find the monkey shoulder. There is nobody buying it. Yeah, there's no. I mean, I'm sure there are, but there's nobody really like the the big population is buying the Johnnies, the Glens, yeah. right? Well, I mean, not only that. If, if if you live in Virginia, hit up Virginia ABC website, search monkey shoulder. 
find out what your closest ABC yes. is that has it. In I will tell you that that use Jake the is, website. Jake is West Virginia. I'm Virginia. You'll see it in our artwork. You'll see it everywhere. Which else. I did buy it in Virginia. Yes, I did buy it in Manassas, Virginia. It was the um, that's happens. Well, I'm not going to say the location, but yeah. it was it was in, in Manassas. No, it was a historic town. Yeah, historic. It was, uh, well, it was store. Bristow. It was yeah, the Bristow. That's store. fine. Yep. It's, nobody's going to know, but. But the thing is, Jake is from West Virginia, so even from from my perspective, like I don't do a lot of ABC shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can agree that the the general large amount of stores are going to be Virginia. Yeah, and I would say probably where I live, you're not going to find it. But if you go to their VA ABC website and don't don't look it up based on what I said, literally search Virginia ABC on Google, you will find it. If you search for that mm-hmm. bottle. And then you hit find in other stores. There's a button after you look at it when yep. it says there's none available near you. You hit that button, it will show the stores in distance relationship to where you're at. Yep. Absolutely. Go ahead and find that whiskey. It's worth it. If you can't find it, send us an email, cask crew at thesmokingcask.com. And or Jay Jake C at thesmokingcast.com. We need to get Jay Z at the smoking cast. Jay Z. I like that. Yeah. Jake C Jake C at the smokingcast.com. You give us an email, we will help you find it in your locale. I have no problem spending an hour of my time getting paid by my company because fuck them yeah. to find your whiskey in your. And state. you know what, too, if 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 you're the first few people that are reaching out to us and asking for this, I don't even mind figuring out the logistics of sending it to you. Fuck you know, I would say yeah. the first ten people that reach out to me, I would not mind picking up this bottle for you and figuring out the logistics Listen, of shipping liquor to you. I got a guy that mows my ten. lawn occasionally. When I will I can't say the afford- First two? ten. I have I'm no problem. I'm gonna make that very clear. <laughs> the first I can, ten. I can afford to occasionally send a bottle of thirty-two dollar whiskey out. Yeah. No, no, we're the same. So if you guys decide you want to try this and you can't find it anywhere, please send us some proof that you can't find it. And tell us what state you're in, and if we can figure out the locale, the logistics, the legality, yeah. we'll do it for you. We got no problem with that. We make enough money, we can do that. It's not a very expensive bottle. Yeah. Now, if you want a bottle of the Dalmore Cigar Malt, you're going to need to... Figure that shit out on your own. Or send women. <laughs> and especially, <that's- laughs> especially if you've listened to the entire thing and you've made it this far <laughs> i appreciate you just know that and if that's the case mark and miss uh miss yeah, mark just, just forget about this this whole thing is not for you it's fine <laughs> no we appreciate it and sorry we uh we took this a little long but it is you know the reason this episode is as long as it is and i hope you made it to the end is because it's our two favorite whiskey distillers yep it's our two favorite bottling and, and shipping and importers Compared with a whiskey that we don't care about at all, that is better or as good as the two. Which and is so ironic. It is. It's, it's just it's, so funny. It's upsetting, but I'm glad because that um, means, you know what that means? In 20 years, we could be doing this podcast and it could be our two new favorites and another one that comes in as a contender. Yep. That's the beautiful part yep. about whiskey. There is so much to be had in the process, not just the age, not just the name. And that's where we're at with this monkey shoulder. And thank you guys for listening to it. Uh, We will talk to you soon. Make sure you give yourselves a pat on the back for making it almost an hour and a half. Yeah, seriously. And if you didn't make it an hour and a half, then go fuck yourself. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. We're going to do this again next week, and it'll probably be another interesting episode of our battles. But it may also just be one of our favorites. Uh, This has been the Smoking Cask Podcast and our website, which, by the way, will be updated, is not already. I'm surprised, but if it is not, 
will be updated by tomorrow, which is going to be Wednesday, and I wish I could give you the day of the week. That's thesmokingcask.com, www.thesmokingcask.com. Check it out. We've got episode links. We've got pictures of what we've done. We might even have a picture of our studio by that time, but our pictures of the studio yeah, are going to be so. ugly because we got... What do we got over? We got we got queen bed sheets hanging up on a string just to try and block some of the sound. You know? to stop that long narrow. Yeah, I mean, listen, hey. it'll get better. The more we progress, it'll get better. We'll start doing videos. Whatever. That's it's all the future. It doesn't matter. It will get better. We are starting from the bottom. Now we're here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> all I no. do is win, 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 no matter what. what except what? for DJ Kyla doesn't eat any. I'm not even gonna forget it. Forget about it. We'll Thank talk you about all that later. for listening. We greatly. <laughs> appreciate you have a fantastic night um yeah this This has been the cast podcast that's right man have a great night smokingcast.com take care